wake up feeling like you're already behind schedule? Luckily, there's Office Depot Office Max, here to help you save time and money. With all the supplies, all the tech, all the furniture, all the everything to get ahead and stay ahead. Whether that's from home, the office, or anywhere. Plus, when you shop online, we'll have your order ready for pickup. Now, in just 30 minutes. We promise. Or get $5 off your next qualifying purchase. Because our business is to keep business going. Visit OfficeDepot.com for details. Welcome to another episode of Spamecast Different Day Podcast. I'm Martel Rowland. Keeping your pet happy and healthy. That's what Chewy is all about, which is why we offer veterinary diets, prescriptions, even compounded medications customized for your pet so you can get what they need to feel good. Shop America's number one pet pharmacy. Visit Chewy.com today. I'm Tina Marie. And I'm Marcus. Now here you go with the foul intro. I just got hey, about to head on her live. We was live on Facebook. <laughs> and she was like, I'm Tina. I was ready. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have my snacks yet. Oh, my God. Um, uh, so thank you for listening to the Must Listen To podcast of all time. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Download our podcast. You can tell your friends they can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, and so on. So many platforms you can find us. Thank you very much. So for this episode, we're going to be speaking politics Frizzling, go away. Y'all, Frizzling is my, my, my kid. He's really a cat, but it's my kid. But we're going to be discussing uh, politics on this episode more. So, like the presidential election. Um, I believe we said, why is, why is the United States such a powerful nation? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, I want to get started with why is the United States a, such, a, such a powerful nation? And from my standpoint, I always said it's such a powerful nation because... Basically, we over here, we got over here by ourselves, and then unlike, um, what's it, Canada, Canada and South America, well, Canada, they don't have countries in Canada, but like South America, though, they got, they just, uh, like, a continent with a bunch of countries inside of it, mm-hmm. and they all got their own different governments, and then Canada got their own different government or whatever, but I keep on saying, like, the reason why America's its own powerful nation over here, because we just one big, huge kind of state, well, country, whatever, ran by one government. And some people might say that's not why, but I'm just saying that's my opinion because overseas where you got Africa, which is a bunch of countries inside of a continent, and Mm -hmm. Europe and Asia and all these other places, they have so many different governments over there, and they all just on this one big massive land together. And that's why there's so much chaos over there, and they're fighting over there so much because it's just too much people with power going to their head that's over there. And that's just why I feel like America is so powerful because we just basically the only thing over here by ourselves doing our own thing. What's so funny to me is to hear other countries talk about how far behind we are with a lot of different things. Basically, how they they don't care for Americans. We stupid. We slow. We this. We that. You know, they really don't have want to have anything to do with Americans, and that's so amazing to me um, because for one reason or another we feel like we're so far superior um compared to other countries and i don't i don't really understand why you get what i'm saying so we're more developed in some areas not all areas you know but man listen if we was over there in southeast asia europe over there no (laughs) And I think one of the reasons why we consider far behind is because we don't educate our youth like they do. That's true. It's a lot of... It's a lot of lost youth out here. 
and everything like 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 America we we <clears throat> will let people from other countries come in and go to what some people call other countries university for free and over here if you're an American citizen it's not too much so much free and some people struggle to even pay for them be able to go and do that yeah. now I don't know how the university system is in other countries that might be something I have to talk about look into well, <clears throat> I, I I read a lot, and from what I hear, it's not as much different over there as it is here. You know, it's pretty much they go through the same thing. It's just um, over there, their university is is totally their system is totally different from our schooling system. See, because what we call a university here is what they call basically like a senior year in high school there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. Well, I'm talking about college. <clears throat> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's called, like, over there, like, well, from what I read in the UK, it's, like, called A-levels over in the UK. So, it's not, th that's their college. But there. I would, like, but do they get free, did they, do they No, they do go through the same thing, like, tuition and loans but, and grants. But I'm pretty sure, too. like, how, like, it costs $50,000 a year to go to Marquette University. So, you think 50 times, $50,000 a year after four years, four or five years, you, what, Two hundred some thousand dollars, almost three hundred thousand dollars in debt. Oh, true. I don't understand why education costs so much. And that's why I feel like we're so far behind. So I feel like in other countries, I don't think it will cost their people so much money to go to school. And considering the fact that like we can go over there, and then it's so much easier for us to go to school over there in their countries. But then, like I said, it's so much harder for us in our own land to go to school. Yeah, because if we take Say we take five hundred dollars American over to the UK over there, it's like five thousand pounds. I mean, right? And but you can go to school for a whole year off of five thousand pounds over there. Exactly, but like, like even if you like go do like the study abroad program, even though you still enroll in school here, but it's very cheap to do the study abroad program and go over there and still go to school and learn different cultures and yeah. the way how they teach. Well, compared to here, I mean, some people, they can just apply to come over to the country, and they're coming over here for school, mm -hmm. and then they get, get out of schooling for free, or they get so many grants and scholarships where they don't have to pay as much as the people who sure. live in the country. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the reason why I feel America is so far behind when it comes to educating our youth because we don't put the money into educating them. No, we don't. True. We do not. Our system is far behind. Mm hmm And then... And I keep having a problem with problem. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, a problem with public schools. Just to me, with public schools, it just seems like they don't care anymore. Like the teachers, like you have teachers who care, but then as far as like how the whole system go, it it it's a complete failure. Like I feel like they set kids up to fit to fail because I feel like once I got out of school and everything I was taught, grade kindergarten through <clears throat> uh, senior year of high school, it was all a lie. Because I felt lost when I had went to college because I feel like everything I learned in high school has nothing to do to prepare me for college. I agree. So I felt lost, and I feel like I had to re, basically start over from the beginning, like like basically like being in kindergarten, because it it didn't it didn't prepare me for college whatsoever. So I do feel like my high school experience did prepare me for college, or what my um and career ended up being, only because my career like encompasses a lot of everything sociology geography i gotta know a lot about um, where people come from and what their moral beliefs and values so they can get treated with the t different types of medications eat the right kind of meals um just all of that together of course biology you know in all the sciences math because of medication so 
Everything I did learn in high school, it did um, ended up applying to what I do now. But I do agree, it's a lot of stuff that they. I feel more so about that with college because I feel like it's a lot of um, courses that I've took over the span of all the many different colleges that I went to that I really didn't need to know none of that stuff. And I also feel like it's stuff like home economics what they took out of high mm-hmm, school mm-hmm. they need to put it back in there because a lot of people don't know what you know the base just basics of what a job and what social security is and you know what life insurance is and right you know <clears throat> health insurance and no, like, although like they say all the parents should step in and teach them but like i said the school like school doesn't prepare you for life after high school that's what i feel like how the school system is now because, like, when I was in high school, like, you got your basic, you got English, uh, English history, gym, and science. Mm. And that was it. We yeah. had no art classes, nothing to even teach you about how to get, how to manage good credit. There was nothing to prepare you for life after high school. And then when I had got to college, it was like everything I learned in those English classes, English classes, and then uh, in, in history was a complete lie. Well, see, it's crazy because I'm only a couple of years older than you, and, like, we were, uh, like, when we were talking to Mama the other day, and she had brought up the fact that she was in the grocery store, well, no, the check cashing place, and the young guy couldn't sign his check because he didn't yeah. know cursive. Yeah. Right. You know, like, those are the things that they are not teaching in school anymore. Like, when I was in school, like I said, I'm just a couple of years older than you, we were taught certain things. Like, That's we had... Right above the chalkboard, they had the capital A, then they had the cursive A. Right. <laughs> you know, like... We had the basic things like home economics, health class, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, driver's ed, mm-hmm. and all of those yep. basic things that you needed to I didn't progress have, as I didn't an adult. Health, I didn't have health or driver's ed. I didn't have sex education. I didn't have nothing. I had sex education starting in like fifth grade. Yeah. I didn't. I ne- never had any of those classes. Yeah, but see, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like we only are a few years apart, and you know, those are that just shows like how, how much change change so fast. Like mm-hmm. I learned those things, but he didn't afford those ability those things to be able to learn, you know, mm-hmm. and be, be taught. And that's what's missing right now, and that's why a lot of people aren't, aren't actually grasping what's going on in politics and all of this stuff because they're not being taught. You know, like, the base, they get taught the basic history, not the full history, you know, mm-hmm. so they're not understanding why the need to go vote and why these people need to be in this place or this needs to happen for things to progress so, you know, we can move forward in the United States as a whole country, you know. Yeah, even when I was in college, I had took a history class, and it was like the stuff they teach you about American history in high school was totally wrong. It's just the way how they taught it. Like, it was stuff that I didn't know. Like, it was events that led up to certain situations mm-hmm. that wasn't taught in high school. So then when I had got to, when I got to, to college or whatever, and I'm expected to know these things, I didn't know because right. it wasn't taught the way, it wasn't taught to me that way. Like, um, there was like a major battle where, where things had, when it was, I think it was during the Civil War, and there was a, was it the Civil War? I think it was the Civil War. Where it was a major battle that had happened that really kind of turned things that, that had happened. It was called the Battle of Saratoga. Mm-hmm. But I was not taught this in high school, so I'm, I'm expected to know this in college and had no mm-hmm. clue. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here looking like, once again, looking like a complete dummy. And that's why I feel like we just lack in. I mean,. So, I don't feel like it's just the public school system. I just feel like it's... Um, the system as a whole. The system as a whole. Because I feel like a lot of... So, I feel like 
teachers are underpaid because yeah, that's it's really really hard to teach a group of kids that don't want to sit still and learn nothing in in the first place. Because the parents mm-hmm. need to stop trying to put their kids on drugs. Man, mm. man, what they had y'all? Yeah. <laughs> especially with a you know with a lack of the material that you actually need to teach the kids what's going on. But then, like another thing, though, was like when I was in high school and I walked into a special education class. Now, mind you, like some days, some of them they only take like they still take some regular classes, but then some classes they take special ed classes. Mm-hmm. So then it was like I walked in, and they're doing basic elementary math. I'm like, well, how are you preparing them for life? As an adult, and we still teaching them basic skills, mm-hmm. not just basic like toddler skills. Mm-hmm. But then you expect for these people to go out into the world and be productive citizens with only basic elementary skills. You basically setting them up and thinking that things are going to be easy, and it's, it's not, not easy. easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I understand people with special needs, you know, special skills, and me working, you know, in the fields that I work in. Like I say, I, I work in. As a general cleaner, uh, but I, these I work, kids wasn't really special needs. They just had like right, issues, you know, attitude behavior issue, issues, behavior, you know? right, behavior issues. And I work in a behavior health facility, and you know, you see a lot of different things, and they think the the whole thing is to put them on a medicine, give them a pill, and that'll calm them down. A lot of these kids, just like they said, really just need a good butt whooping. Mm-hmm. But because the police or the society or whoever the court system says that you can't put your hands in your kids anymore it's just like i said that whole lost generation and that's why you have so much going on and like i said such a lack of knowledge of what's happening right now in the united states because like i said these kids they just don't know all right i need to get a little off topic for one quick second um do you know what a boomer is no okay <laughs> oh you're talking about that moment Corey had yesterday so the 30 year old Called me and Tina Boomers. I'm like, so I'm thinking like he talking about like baby boomers. I'm like, no, those are people that was born in like the 60s and yeah, 50s. Yeah, that's what I thought. But it, it, apparently his generation is, is something totally different. What is it? I don't know. I don't remember what he said, but it didn't make any sense. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. like. I guess this was the way he trying to call people. Old. Yeah. Man. I guess I was lost. I guess he was calling. I mean, I guess he kind of felt like we was nagging him. <laughs> Oh. So he started calling us boomers. So what old people, right? Right. That's something that old people would say. You 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 know what I'm saying? Because of the stuff that I was saying. See somebody I'm like, boy, if you don't um <laughs> get, oh, yeah. I about get out of my kitchen eating my food up. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh my god. Um uh, uh moving along, uh I, they had got totally off topic because we got going to about education and why America was so powerful. That's cool. Um so, but we want to, one of the things we want to talk about was uh, that wall, the man. wall. Like, why do we have a wall to t- separate us in Mexico and not a wall that separate us in Canada? I never understood the problem of the wall because I, from what I understand, they can still get to the wall. I mean, yeah, that's true. But then, like I said, like, how, if like, can they do Canadians come over here illegally? So, <laughs> they probably have, but for whatever reason, we're focused on what. Mexico is doing right. Because who's to say that a Canadian ever crossed the border and came over here and started working illegally and killed somebody? Because from what I thought, they just needed an ID to come over to the United States, right? Well, now, well, okay. So for us to go, from what I had read, for us to go into Canada, all we need is our driver's license. But for us to cross back into America, we need. Mm-hmm.
Verbo has private whole vacation homes for the whole family. So whether it's around the pool or patio, you'll have the space and privacy to reconnect with the people you love. Download the Verbo app. The time for getting back together is now. To have a passport and a driver's license. So America requires more of us coming back home yeah. than Canada does for us to go there. Right. Wow. So you need a passport to cross back into America now. It's just if you're just leaving from Canada, well, the United States, if you're leaving from Canada, that's crazy. But like I said, because like, we be awesome, yes, <laughs> all, at right. all times. But all I say is like, but to me, like Mexicans, they are very productive citizens, and like I don't understand why we cut the butter off. Like, like, like these people literally dream of coming here to America, and we some of us do take for granted what we have here compared to what they have down in Mexico. These people dream about coming here. And they come here and become lawyers and doctors and productive citizens. But then as soon as we find out that they're illegal, we deport them back after they have saved American lives. After some of them have actually had kids that served in the military and now we want to deport them back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what do you think will happen if they remove the border? And made Mexico a part of the United States? What do you think will happen? I don't think, I don't think that would ever happen because the part the the... Government in Mexico, you know, they're they're just crazy over there. But I mean, it will be kind of chaos because with the whole drug cartel and everything, it would be chaos. But then, if they was under our government, I think it would be totally different. See, and that was my thing, like because I think if we actually opened up the border and actually utilize the things that they have over there, like we. They want to utilize the things that we have over here. I think it will actually benefit both sides. And a lot of our goods actually come from Mexico. Yes, a lot of our stuff is made over there. So just imagine if we joined as, you know, one, the production and everything that could be going on. Because I hate to admit it and I hate to be stereotypical, but Mexicans are some of the hardest working people. So why not just open it up and, like I said, make it all one big country, you know, and just... Right. I you think know, we should, part we should treat States. them the same way that we treat the Canadians. Go in and actually show them how to be a government. I mean, that too. Because I think that's what they're lacking, a lack of, you know, actual leadership. Right. Cause, and then on top of that, they lack leadership. But then uh, on top of that, they government too treats them very poor, badly too right. on top of that. Especially considering what the people will work for and work for well, the money that they work for in the places that they have to live in. Because, like, right. the, some of their housing conditions are terrible. That's like, you got some cities where it looks there. normal, but it's, like, feel like the farther south you go in Mexico, it's, like, the living conditions seem like it's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do want to uh, touch on immigration, because actually this TV show that I watch on Freeform, to me, Freeform makes the best, this is not a plug, Freeform makes some of the best, um, <laughs> scripted TV to me because they had touched on immigration. It's a TV show called The Party of Five where uh, this family, this mom and his dad brought their son over from Mexico and they brought it, they came over here illegal but their son was was able to get a DACA. He became a DACA recipient but the parents never applied to be actual citizens so Mm -hmm. they was here illegally. But within the 20 years they've been in the country they, you know, came over here they started their own business, bought their own house, they raised they had like three or four more kids after they brought the son over they already had from Mexico. And then years later, now 20 years later, they get deported back to Mexico after they employed, and they, these were tax, well, they paid taxes. Mm-hmm. They still paid taxes. And then they employed so many people within their community. So now you deported these people back to Mexico. And it wasn't for their 20 some year old son who was a DACA recipient, wasn't step, didn't want to step in 
and take care of his four other siblings plus the family business, there would have been so many people in the community that's out of a job now and have a, a sanctuary to go right. to. And I think that's it's pretty sad that how they, they split how they split the family up like they these people have not been to Mexico in twenty years. They don't even have family, they don't have anything down there, but you deport these people back to Mexico with nothing. Because they look at all Mexicans like they're all drug dealers and murderers and rapers. Like all of them are the same. That's how they look at them. Just like how they look at black people. But how you, you kicking know? people out of a country that's not even yours, so Exactly. That you know too. What I'm saying? So, right. Because technically the Mexicans and the Indians and what back we're some people say West there. Vikings were here before Columbus and all his people showed up. How you gonna come come to somebody else's country, bully the inhabitants but, around, make them concentrate themselves to certain areas of the land. Right. And then now you putting you you telling me I can't walk across this land because it belongs to you or y'all? Right, that's that's, that's complete America. Complete rubbish. And it's um, crazy. But then, um, on top of that, though, since the son is a DACA recipient, he can't even go to Mexico and visit his parents. Because if he go to Mexico and try to visit his parents, he will not be allowed to cross back across the border. Wow. So, like, this, like, like after that first episode, when they showed the, um, so I think the youngest was, like, like a couple of months old, maybe, like, four or five months old, the youngest kid. Mm-hmm. And they showed them just putting, again, split up and stuff. They put the parents on the bus, and this boy is now stuck here with these four kids, and he was living the regular American life, partying, you know, doing whatever, or, you know, what they do in their early 20s is what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And now all that's being changed. Mm-hmm. And now you're putting all this responsibility on a 24-year-old person. And I don't think our government sees that, like how we are really oh, like destroying. Oh, they, oh, they see destroying. it. A lot of them, they don't see it and they don't care. Well, they might see it, but they That's just the don't thing, care. They don't care because yeah. it's not happening to them. Yep. Right, because that first episode, I boohoo like a baby. I am mm-hmm. not going to lie. But see, my thing is, like, if you're going to do it to the Mexicans, then you might as well do it to the Irish and the French and everybody. And everybody else. that's an immigrant. Yeah, Don't like just everybody. focus on one p- particular race. Right. Because like, in that case, nobody would be here in America. Like I said, mm-hmm. some of them do come here and they commit crimes, whatever. I, I get it, but I say majority of them don't. Like to me, they are the most friendliest people. I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are the most friendliest people, and I think that's just a situation that really needs to be looked at and reinvolved by the government. Because I think they uh, actually had one of the camps where they was holding Mexicans at, and they filed a, a lawsuit against, I guess, the government due to the conditions of the which they yeah, were living in. And they actually, and they actually won their case too. So I'm like, I'm really happy about. Good about that because the living conditions like y'all put the kids in separate areas and then you split the mom and the dad okay. up and everything. But they won a case, but what does that mean? What do they do? Do they still stay in the detention center? Do they get released? They still stay in the detention center. Some of them, like they can, they can apply to be citizens, but then, like I said, they can still take months or even years. Yeah, that's just crazy. Like I said, I just feel like I don't know. It's been long enough, and I just feel like it's time for somebody to actually go in and talk to them and figure it out what it is or what it's going to take. For, for us, like I said, to join forces and, be, and make and, them a part of the United States. And other things, I think they can still be their own separate company, uh, country. One of the things I think that's holding back is just their money just not worth nothing compared to other countries. They got the probably the less money that has the less value there is out there. Mm-mm-mm. And I think that's that could be like one of the issues. Like if they money, if they had, if they money was worth more, I think Mexico would be in a, in a very different position. So, I feel like, 
I feel like Mexico is powerful. It is. You it's know? very powerful. The drug lords just need to come together and figure out how to make it more powerful. It, and, it, and, it, it, and, the thing about the drug lords is that they kind of run the government there, too, and that's yeah. one of the issues, so... So yeah, they need to figure it out, like how to how to make every, how to make I I, I want to say I guess how to make cocaine a legal way to be sold or manufactured <laughs> or something or a way to be tested or something because I'm pretty sure it has another use other than to be getting high with. I mean, I'm but it's in sure it's, it's in medicine though. It's in pills that we Americans take. Mm-hmm. We have cocaine in so, some of the prescriptions yeah, so, we take. I mean, I, they need to figure it out how to make it more like. I guess as the value of oil and not make it be so cheap. You know what I mean? Right, they figured that out. They were really powerful. So, um, we're going to switch topics into a little bit more um, politics, mostly to get people just aware to go out and vote. And there are some people who just only go out and vote for um, president. And we need to get you guys out of that mindset because you need to start voting for your uh, local governments and stuff like that. Because you, you... Expect change like y'all whining and complain and fuss about how the government doing this and the government is doing that and but y'all did not go out and vote and make your voice be heard and I feel like people who does does that should not be saying anything about what's going on in politics because you did not go out and vote like we wouldn't be having like Donald Trump like a lot of these black people claim oh that's not my president well did you go vote for, for the presidential election. Because some people don't vote at all. No, it wasn't that they didn't. They just didn't want to go vote for a woman. Mm. That I I totally agree with that. Because I think that some people, like, I'd rather have, they, 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 instead of having, some people I just looked at who are very sexist was like, I'd rather have the Orange Cheeto as president than a woman. That's right. a shame, man. And that's, that's that sexism. Yeah, yeah and, and, and I, it's sad. That's why we have all of this stuff going on in Hollywood because all this sexism stuff because like I said they have people like that. Those are the people well, that it started with Trump know. grabbing pussies. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like he started in Hollywood. This is a this is a man who was just on there firing people. Right. Mm-hmm. And now uh, this is the person that you have who running our all the apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, now y'all have him running the country. He knows, he knows absolutely nothing about it, politics. And it wasn't nothing funnier when he was at the uh I guess where they're doing the labs at, where they were testing for uh the um the COVID nineteen. And they had passed him a piece of paper, and he had picked up that piece of paper and looked at it and set it down so fast and passed it on to the next person. He did not know one thing that was on that paper. He didn't understand nothing. But this is the man that you got running our country, and and that's why. And the thing about it is, we could have had him. Like I, I'm kind of fine with him being the president. Being the president at this point, it's just the fact that if people would have would have voted for what was doing like our houses. Mm-hmm. It would have made a total difference because, like, we can have a Republican president, but if the House and the Senate is controlled by uh, Democrat. Democrats, a lot of the bullcrap that he was trying, it wouldn't have got through. Like, if we had a majority, like, if the Democrats would have had a majority of the Senate and majority of the House, is it? It's a, no, it's the House and Senate. So, the House, which is mostly Democrats, voted to impeach Donald Trump. But then when it went to the Senate, where it's majority Republicans, he got acquitted. Now, if it was majority Democrats in the Senate, then he would have got impeached as president. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand that, like, you need to vote for your House representatives and your Senate and your congressmen and all these local people. Because when you get these people in that's going to do change for you, then change will happen. But yeah. then when you don't vote these people in, then you get mad because change isn't happening and it's your fault. Yeah, because they think the president runs the country. And that's which what is they completely think. false. 
He doesn't run the country. I always tell people the all he can do is veto bills. The president to me is just the person who is a is he's the spokesperson for everybody. Else. Yeah, that's that's what he is. And mm-hmm. people don't understand that if you go vote, this is the spokesperson you chose for yourself. Because yeah. all he do is control the army and veto bills. Yep. <laughs> that literally. Literally it. Like I said, all these people that whine about, I don't know why I'm still only making nine fifty. I've been at this job for this long and all of this stuff is because you don't go out here and vote for all your local government. That's what you need to do. Vote for your local government. And as I said, that's what I'm saying. That's what we need to. And know your local government right. also. And that's the thing. A lot of people, you do, you don't know who your local people are. Your aldermen and your congressmen and your your, your uh, county executives and your secretary of the treasury and all this right. you need to know who these people are because these are the people that you're actually asking to go out here and speak for you these are why your state taxes and everything are so I'm, high i'm not gonna lie because when i had went to go vote was that early february i think we would vote mm-hmm. i didn't know any other people on the ballot so as i'm sitting there on the at this ballot <laughs> thing trying to vote i'm googling these, these people names <laughs> like, no who to vote for that's a shame <laughs> Because I have at the time I was I wasn't really watching a lot of TV, so I didn't see a, a lot of mm-hmm. ads and stuff of what I saw on Facebook. And then I went to go vote, and like these people that I was seeing like these ads on Facebook wasn't on the ballot. So like now I have to sit up here and cast this vote, and I don't know who to vote for. So I'm literally sitting at the thing, and like, what's taking so long? I was googling <laughs> the people names on the ballot. Oh well, at least you went in there and you tried to figure out. <laughs> I tried to figure out. That who is they not were. a good strategy. Actually, look up the people before you go in there. And know, I mean, but with the he like no, no, don't but don't be the, like him. <laughs> but when the past, when the election had just passed, I knew who I was going in to go vote yeah. for. So, yeah. like, like I said, it's just I feel like now here in Wisconsin, I think it's time for a new mayor. I think it's time for a new county executive, and it's time for I do some feel new like, aldermen. Tom Barrett uh, lost know, his way. Yeah, yeah it, I think it's time for but something different. It's crazy because a lot of people get mad at me when I say this. Um, it is so hard for me to vote Democrat now. Is it? Because to me, like when I hear these Democrats talk, they always talk about how they talk about low income people, mm-hmm. and I feel like when it comes to that, like they're not really here to help me because I'm not considered low income. And you're talking about creating all these programs and doing all these things to help these people that's in low income. And to me, I feel like some, not all of them are like this, but I feel like some of the people in low income choose to be there because life is easier for them. Yeah, I hear you. And for me, being a middle class person and a taxpayer and seeing them, my tax money going towards them getting free electricity and free housing. And they even got programs to help them buy, get cars for free. So I was looking at them getting all these things for free on my tax dollar. And then when we go and vote, the Democrats are steady talking about more and more ways to help them. Like, what are you going to do to help me at this point? That's true. <laughs> true. Like, I need, like, I'm, I'm, I don't need a lot of help, but at the same time, like, dang, at least give me a, a tax break. Like, cut my taxes down. So I feel like, um, I, didn't um, MATC do something for, like, having free education or something like that? You had to so qualify. if you or if you already had college credits, so if you was going to school and you had college credits already, you could uh, finish like getting you what you need to graduate for free okay. at MATC. So I feel like a lot of a lot more people should jump on that opportunity. Um, I don't know if WCTC offers something like that as well, but I don't know like 
what the cap off for that is because right. I feel like if a lot of people do take advantage of that, I mean, it's a two-year program. You could significantly boost your income, you know, learn a skill at least. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have to have a, be, have a degree, be a doctor or nothing like that, but learn a skill, do heat and ventilation and air conditioning. Kind of you, yeah. Right. Is it just because of the, the, uh, the COVID-19 that's going around, or is this something? No, like this is something no, this that is, they, they did this, like, within the last two years, they've been yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like, like I keep telling people, it's like, it's places out here, even if you don't go to the college route, there are places out here that do still pay you decent money to live off of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just some people are just so used to paying $25 a month for rent and then getting free electricity and food stamps and all these things. They get used to living like that and don't want to leave that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the huge issues. And some people are like, well, are you leaning towards voting for Republican? I was like... I like the Republican ideas, but at the same time, the Republicans don't represent me either. Because the Republicans, they represent the people who make them, like Donald Trump said, millions and millions of dollars. Down with you. They do. And he rep- they represent them people. Like, they got all the tax breaks and stuff. And then, like, the people that's in the middle, we get no tax breaks. We get no help from the government whatsoever. And, like, we when we pay taxes, it's paying for the people in low class to be able to live the life that they're living, and some of them living very comfortable, actually have get, have more food in the refrigerator than I do, and then, uh, and then at the same time, the middle class people are also buying the products that keep the rich rich. True. So there's nobody that's looking out for them people that's in the middle. There's no party, and that's what's making me really hard for me to vote with, vote especially for president coming up in the well, next few months. Well, from what I you know, I like I said, I, I I do a lot of background reading and stuff like that, and um, what We've always been taught is Republican and Democrat, mm-hmm. but I've actually just recently read something about the Black Republican Party, you know, and they were just touching on the issue, issue that you were talking about, you know, us as a middle class people, you know, they don't, they don't look at us Not because at all. they look at either you're black and you're working for minimum wage or you're black and you make enough money to, to support yourself and that's just it. You know, they don't look at them people in between, you know, who actually are out here, you know, in the workforce very hard doing a lot of the uh, the, the groundwork, you know, for the lower class people who bring their, you know, their wealth up and make them be looked at more than we are looked at. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because, like I said, we don't get the same benefits as a person who works at McDonald's or, you know, a person who's at the grocery store. You know, we get looked at like we're just... Not rich enough, but we're just rich enough to pay more taxes than the average person. Mm-hmm. That is true. And we're the people who actually carry the upper class mm-hmm. because we give them the tax breaks. And, and, and that's what a lot of people don't look at. And it's crazy. The reason why the economy is actually failing right now is because a lot of middle class people are not working. Mm-hmm. And it's the middle class people that keeps the country going. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see that. And then, like, like I said, give the middle class people some help. Yeah. Like, you, like, even with the stimulus thing, you're trying to find ways for, you know, the people who were making, who, I don't even know how to put it. Like, it's just like, even with the stimulus check, like, yeah, you're going to give it to middle class, some middle class people are going to get it. But then it would be like, if you're a single middle class person, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically not getting all you're getting is the thousand dollars compared to this right. low, because compared to somebody who's still considered low class and still working, file taxes, it has 
four or five kids, and they're going to get the $1,000 plus. $1,700 worth of food stamps, and then their lights and gas going to get paid, and then they ain't got to pay nothing but $200 in rent for the next three months. You know, they're getting all of those breaks when the middle class people are still having to pay Even then, but they're getting nearly $3,000 mm-hmm. if you got, like, three kids. Mm-hmm. Huh? And uh, that's just, like, that's why I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind of stuck with the with the presidential they election. they more up. another tax return. Right, basically. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then, like, they was always like, well, Joe Biden would do very good. Like, uh, I don't really, uh, yeah, I heard a bunch of gibberish from him. I really mm-hmm. not have heard that. I don't even pay attention when Joe Biden actually talks. I uh, don't either. Only reason I listen to Bernie Sanders because he said he was going <laughs> to get rid of student loans. <laughs> 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 so that's the only reason I will listen to him. And I just don't like Trump. <laughs> like I said, I just know, I know from me, myself, personally, I would rather not see Trump do another four years in office. No, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not too sure about Joe Biden. Like I said, I'm not sure unless he has Obama running with him. I I just I don't trust him. I don't want to be who, because I know the Democratic convention was supposed to be in July. We don't know if that's going to still go on. Is that when they announced their running mate? When they that's usually when that part happens. Yes. Ooh, excuse me. Um. See, I don't know who who any of these people are even thinking about running it. Well, running with them. Me neither. I and would love to see him pick Obama. And like I was talking to Tina off off recorded, um, well not you know off uh, the microphone. Um, record? <laughs> no, no, not not like off the record because you know, you know like when we were just having like a cover a conversation we wasn't on the podcast, and um, I had talked about like I don't want Bernie Sanders in the office because I feel like he has too many health issues. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you get on my nerves. I mean, but. <laughs> He's looking at Joe because Joe Biden is not young either. He's, and neither is Donald he's Trump. He's not young, but he does did, did not go to the hospital and get a stent put in recently. Well, the stent was just like a, a, a little extra boost to his battery. <laughs> did you just, that was not an extra boost to his battery. <laughs> None whatsoever. I know. I, I give just, you an A for your creativity. Right. <laughs> I just feel like if if Bernie Sanders get in office, he will not finish his presidency. I know it's kind of cruel to say, but, but I did say that's when it comes in handy for people to pick a really good running, running mate. Right. Because right. yeah. I cannot see, like Mike Pence. I still don't know like, what that's he the would only ever thing stopping here. me from voting for Bernie though is his health issues. <laughs> So who is Mike Pence again? The vice president. The vice president now. Oh, he's so irrelevant. (laughs) So 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 that's that. But that's the thing, though, y'all. If if he would have got, if Trump would have gotten impeached, y'all need to pay attention to Pence. If Trump would have gotten impeached, he would have became president. He would have been become president, and he probably been making a lot more decisions or or running a lot more stuff than what y'all think. Just because he quiet, you know what I'm saying? I feel true, like Trump he, I feel like Trump is more of the spokesman. Like a spokesman the and they know that he has the ability because he ran he's ran so many um businesses. He's been in the public he, eye. He's just the face of the party. Right. You I know? think behind the scenes, like you said, Mike Pence is running the show. So I feel like Mike Pence has his hands in a lot well, more he, stuff than we know. And if he would have became president he probably would have been a lot worse than Trump, but not as being like incompetent. Right. It would have been he would have been laying down some laws and going through it swiftly. But see, I don't think it would have been the correct laws, and see, that's my thing. I think I just don't trust them. 
you know, and that's my whole thing. Like, you're supposed to be able to trust your president. Right. Mm-hmm. The people that you have in office. And I don't trust them. I feel like their interest is always in in for what's best for them. Yes. Like yeah. I said, especially like with this whole COVID, uh, well, as Donald Trump says, the China Did- virus. <laughs> I just feel like it was a whole lot more to it than what they're telling us. Like, I think yes. they knew way before they what did. they're telling us. They like did. I said, especially with all of this stuff coming out about the stocks and stuff now and what's going on with Oh, them. yeah, like, with that insider trading. Yeah, like, I just, like I said, it just all seems so fishy to me. But like I said from the beginning, and you just made that perfect point, Donald Trump is the perfect businessman. Mm-hmm. And this all has to do with business if you all look at it to me. Because mm-hmm. all he's been talking about is relief. China. Relief funds for everybody. And where are these relief funds coming from? From our deficit. The thing that he has been talking about since he got in office. So the he thing make that our, he said Obama blew to oblivion. We for being debt even more now. Because By of trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Do according to trillions him. and trillions of dollars. Yes, you got to do the, the whole hand motions with it. Yes, see, <laughs> you know, like I said, it's just, it, it, it all seems like one big agenda to me. And I think people really need to pay attention. They really need to pay attention. Especially with this next election that's coming up. And where it's going and where it's headed. So, Especially not being able to go and actually vote in person like how long is but, this whole but that's why them absentee ballots are so important too but like i said i'm not like i said i'm, I'm not scared i'm gonna go vote i'm so, always gonna go vote my granddaddy said that's why they fought and that's why they sat at them counters and that's why they did what they did so we can go out there and vote and that's what i'm gonna do i'm absolutely gonna vote i just gotta figure out who i'm gonna vote for because right now I'm I glad we got a little bit more time so we can make up our minds and see more things come to light Right. right now, I can't. And I usually be around this time, like, okay, I probably will vote for them. Or you, I probably, yeah, you have some, some sort of idea on I don't who have an idea. For. And that's what's really hard for me right now. Like I said, so like I said, I make sure I vote in every election, no matter how big or little it is. I always make sure I vote. But now I'm just at the point now, like, I just don't know who to vote for. Who should I go for? Because there's just so much bull crap going on in the world right now. And you just don't know who really to trust or who is a good person to be running the country. Right now, because who's to say that? Um, what's the what's the what's the guy other guy name? Oh God, I forgot his name. Joe Biden is going to know how to handle this whole Corona thing if the Corona is still going on or it's still a big deal. Then, which it probably won't be. But see, like then. I said, see that's what the people a lot of people forget. Y'all forget that he was in office when the whole um, when the uh, Ebola thing happened. He, he, was, he in there, was, but he was in there with um, um, Obama. So, but you know, he but the only some, thing is, though, the Ebola wasn't spreading like how the coronavirus is. We okay. didn't have all these cases. So, what about H H one N one? See, I was just gonna say, well, when that flu hit, you know, like I said, it's a lot of these. But see, not only that, but they have a lot of things they can go back and look look at. You know, like when crypto Sporidian happened here in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. You know. A lot of those things, they need to go back and look at what was the exact cause of those things. Like I said, I don't even think a lot of people thought, think water can be bad. You know what I mean? But, right. you know, right. it's those things that you actually have to pay attention to. Go back and do a lot more research and figure things out and figure out new resources for things, too. Because that's a lot. That, the number one problem is we don't have enough resources to figure out how to test these different medicines and stuff like that. And that's another big issue. Yeah, cause I, yeah, that and just just plain just not knowing. <laughs> True, because like I said, a lot a lot of these diseases are new. 
And I and mean, China said that we were very underdeveloped when it came to like our healthcare because, system. Because, to be honest, like China, they've been talking about the coronavirus since like December. Yeah, yeah. because so, like, but like, it's like us, our government just ignored the issue because they yeah. thought that it was just going to stay over there, and it ended up like we got to, we got people that travel over there, and now all these people that don't travel back from all these foreign countries over there has brought the coronavirus back to the U.S. with them. So, but China is saying that some of our soldiers were infected and yeah. they went over and there. See, the doctor, yeah. it was a doctor who first said something mm-hmm. about it back last year. And remember, he was trying to warn us back then and then he ended up getting sick and dying, so they say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was just, you know, he put it out there then and nobody listened to him and then it got worse and spread because he was trying to stop the spread of it and he tried to warn us. Because he probably had, the, probably had the vaccine this he, whole time. He, he was trying the... to make a vaccine for it. And, that, and, and like I said, that's why Cause, he died. Because now they're making a, a vaccine now that they said it might not be available until next year. So and, and, th- and this is just crazy. See, and I, I try not to be one of those people who think of these theories and stuff like that, but it mm-hmm. takes me to the movie Contagion. You know what I mean? What never heard going, of it. What is actually that going to happen? At. What is actually going to happen when or if we cannot stop the spread of this virus? Because from what they were saying at first, it wasn't but, supposed to be deadly to a certain age group. But China has already figured out how to stop it because they already got people. They have, I think they have now gone a couple of days Without anybody well, dying. at the time of this podcast being recorded, they have gone a couple of days without nobody testing positive for the virus anymore. Now, my, like I said, did they contain it, or did they just put them all in one place? So, or how did no, they take they, care they, of it if they, they have no vaccine for it? See, that's what I'm. That's my big question. So, how is that possible? No, so I, that probably because they hit there first, so they already hit the peak first. But like they even closed down like they pop up hospitals and stuff that they had, and like these pop up clinics and stuff. They like, they closed down all them places, and now just the regular hospital that was already up and operating or handling them cases. Now that's still people that are still positive. So they don't reach their peak and everything, and then they don't find the way how to contain it. Like I said, they put the whole country basically in self isolation for like two three weeks, which the U has not have not did. And now here we get now steady getting more and more cases, and yet we have yet to shut down completely. So, I mean, just imagine if the whole U.S. just actually shut down. I mean, that is true, but then, like they said, only the essentials will go to work, which is like healthcare, government officials. So the government and everything will still run, and everything. Like I said, like you still like they, when they shut down, like people were still allowed to go to grocery stores, or like how they is in California, they can go to grocery stores, they can go on walks. You just can't be in large groups of people. So, let me, okay, so, with that being said, you feel like um, self-quarantine is a a good thing so we can stop the spread. So, I agree to a certain extent, but then look at how Italy did. They made everybody stay in the house, and look at all these people dying in Italy. I mean, yeah, but it took it, but it, it took them a while though to put that into place though. So these kind of kind of like us but, though. Yeah, but and that's, that's why they had to think. So I think if we would have did it sooner, we but, probably wouldn't have as many cases as we do now. But see, my thing is, if you lock everybody down in a house, the people that have it, they're gonna get everybody in a house sick. So then all now all those people have it, and then mm-hmm. if they can't get out to the hospital because there's no cure, as they say. What's gonna happen? I, I mean, but even if you're in a house with somebody, with somebody, you just isolate yourself. You don't. So I'm expected to stay in this one room in my house and not do nothing. Yep. For a whole two weeks. Yep. You yep. know how crazy a person can go, just mm-hmm. locked in the room and they mm-hmm. sit by themselves for all those mm-hmm. hours. 
I mean, yeah, but then like I said, Mike, you can't come around and interact. Even if you go do go around that person, just my wash your hands and then wear the N95 mask if you feel comfortable. But mostly, you just gotta wash your hands. You can still go around them. Just wash your hands. I guess I don't know. I just feel like this whole thing is. I just, feel like it's blown out of proportion. Yeah. To me, because where where I work, at, I have to come in contact with people who are tested positive for it, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Now, so you see, that's that's what they don't tell you. That like that's the thing. Like you can be fine now, and then. It can have up to a two week incubation Two weeks from now, you just, you just fall over and you can't breathe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that's but at not, the same time, so I that's feel not like, the way it's going to happen. But, but, I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like my immune system is strong enough to be able to fight off the virus. And, see, that's what they be saying. It's for the more, you know, at vulnerable, at yeah, risk I'm, patients. Like I said, I, like, I use an inhaler, but I have had the same inhaler now for like two years. So I'm not one of those people who rely, really have to rely on an inhaler. So my immune system is pretty strong. Yeah. And I already know this is something that my body would be able to fight off. So that's why I'm not too much worried about even catching it. Or if I do get it, you know, just, I just it's just like when I get a common cold. I just pay, be in bed, watch TV, eat soup. Which they put some testing on it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what, how I feel about that. But anyway, you know, Moral of the story is make sure you, you know your government. Make sure you go out and vote for your presidents and your congresswomen and your aldermans and all these other different things. So those things are very important for the government, even local government, to keep things in order. Um, I noticed that things have been slightly different since uh, we switched from Scott Walker to, what's our government name, uh, Tony Evers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been a slight difference, but considering that, uh, what, what do we got here, Senate? That's up in Madison Senate mm-hmm. and all them people, the legend, whatever, them people. Um, the House of Representatives? No, like in Madison, the Capitol Hill people in Madison. Oh, okay. Them people. Um, since they're still, they're still majority Republican, you know, he still can't get a lot done. And then they went in and voted right before he got in office to weaken his power. So basically, he a governor with no power now. Oh, yeah, he did. They did do that. Right. There. So that's why we don't see much of a difference. But like I said, we get the Democrats in the office who can make them changes. If people go out and vote in their local government, and we can get in and make some changes, and they can stop, you know, you know, do another bill to, the, to, to, you know, not weaken the governor's powers, wouldn't have a lot of issues that's going on here. Like I said, this whole bill thing is what gets me how they can just create this out of thin air and say, this is the new rule, and we got to follow this. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be like the Ten Commandments. <laughs> like... I don't you just can create a new law. Like, I understand, like, it's always <laughs> stuff happening, but, you know, it just, you know, they just come out of thin air with, oh, it's a new bill here for the governor to sign. Is he going to veto it or not? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure y'all go out and vote for your local government. Don't be scared to go out and vote. Like I said, I went out and voted and everything is fine. Absentee ballots. Go get you one. No, because I like to stick my thing in a machine and uh, get my hey. I voted sticker. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> That too, but all voting places will be open, there. Mm-hmm. so there's no excuse for you not to go out and vote. All right, because okay, before we go, I want to get into this movie because we, we were supposed to be oh, introducing man. movie reviews to the oh, uh, podcast. So this, as y'all notice, this is a little bit longer episode because oh, we never had no nearly hour long podcast so far. But um, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. So Tina Marie. <laughs> Now she's she about to be that heifer, this heifer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Made me sit through an hour long and 29 minute long movie. He sounds cheap. Point 27 you seconds. See this? You see how petty he hey, is, y'all? Hey. 
she made me watch this whole movie on Netflix called Thirty Twenty Two, and it was the whole movie was about nothing. It was about stuff. It was okay, okay, nothing. okay. So I just knew because it had Omar Epps in it, it was gonna be good, right? And it had a, it had a whole bunch of other people in it too, right? It should have been good. The iCarly girl really dang that she <laughs> what she what she done since iCarly? Miranda Cosgrove, whatever her name is. What has she done since iCarly? So and it, the other two people, I didn't know who they was. I didn't either. <laughs> exactly. That proves my point exactly. So it it look like it so it's a movie about a journey to space um it was no journey because it started with them just floating in space you stopped that line no it's it started off with him hugging his family goodbye and then looking at the rocket going into our outer space oh i ain't see that part because you weren't paying attention oh because <laughs> it was stupid so, anyway it, he never, right. he never gave it a chance. <laughs> Man. Because the whole movie, they were just floating in outer space, and they, people were just hallucinating the whole time. I'm like, well, what the fuck? So, right. So, it was supposed to be a psychological thriller. I don't, You can't have a movie about nothing and then call it a psychological thriller <laughs> and supposed to have people think, and it's a bunch of nothing. <laughs> so, the ending was stupid, though. It didn't have no ending. You stopped that line. It wasn't, it wasn't no beginning. It wasn't no middle. It wasn't no ending. It didn't have no climax. It had nothing. It didn't it have was, a climax. It was nothing. No, it did have a climax. Well, when, they, when everybody was strangling each other, yeah. that was the climax. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That was a it was, it was a whole 20, an hour and 29 minutes and 27 <laughs> seconds of nothing. It, I'll give that movie a Rotten Tomato. Uh, a rotten tomato. I would throw a rotten tomato at that movie. Oh, Netflix, goodness. remove it off of there. It was horrible. And Netflix, uh, if you, if that's a Netflix original movie, y'all need y'all butt whoops because that movie was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. He apparently he didn't like my choice, so he got to choose next. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna choose the next one. I don't mm. know why I'm gonna choose yet because you know it's gotta be some blowing up and funny. Even the, even the fire in the the dang, the dang movie, it was so fake. <laughs> It looked like a little kid did like, uh, oh, I wish I could show y'all. I might have to start, have to start recording these episodes for y'all on camera. <laughs> it just looked like a, little, like a two-year-old did like this, and then they just uh, made it look like fire. <laughs> it was so like computerized and fake. It was terrible. Dang. The graphics was terrible. He didn't even gave it a even chance. When they showed the Earth, well, even when the Earth was looking like it was, it looked even fake, horrible when the Earth was looking like it was blowing up. It was terrible. Hey, it did. Oh, it, it blew did. up. Yeah, it, it blew, blew up. up. And then it blew up from the core. It ain't had no asteroid hit or nothing. It, it, it blew didn't. up from the core. It didn't. That's it. Look, it, look at that. Look, look at her. It's trending on Netflix. How? Who, so how was how I supposed to? It was. It is. It Whoever is making this movie trend in. on Netflix. <laughs> Stop. They only do it Take it away. And he haven't been in anything in a long time. Well, he needs to stop being in stuff in a long time then because that was horrible. Then they show him old at one point. Like, when the fuck did he get old? They kept going back, he kept going back and forth to him being young yeah, and old. I'm like, but then, like, I don't, get, stuff out. I don't get, like, if this supposed to be like, is this, but then it show him cutting off his hair and then he had to look young again. I'm like, so I'm like, I, I just could, I don't get it. He's so mad at me, y'all. I just don't, like, he could all I know if he cut off his hair and he looked young again. He had this gray hair. His face was like had all these wrinkles on him. They made him look old. Then he cut off his hair and then it was like the wrinkles was gone. It was some random. And, but person, it was in present it time. It was some random person behind him too. Right. 
But who was this point? random person? Like, nobody, they ain't never said nothing about the random person through the whole movie. It was a bunch of nothing. I had never watched a movie about a bunch of nothing since this fool made me watch movies with subtitles with no ending. Ah. The movies with the subtitles be real good. Don't be hating. <laughs> it <be> nothing. <laughs> like the uh, like the Rock said, "Hello, it's nothing." He says he know you. That's who. That's who. That's <laughs> nothing made that movie. It's a bunch of nothing. They need Netflix. Please take that movie off. Please take it off. I will cancel my next uh, Netflix uh, subscription just because how bad that movie was. Jeez, Anthony, why so serious? Because it was terrible. Oh, man. I was mad because I really sat there for an hour watching this movie, and it was just that Look, terrible. Look, I made, I forced him to watch it. He told my son, I'm going to go home and watch it. I said, no, you're not. We can do it right here, right now. Good thing. You I would have been, so pi- been pissed <laughs> off watching that by myself. You ain't doing nothing right now. We finna do this right now. And she lucky she gave me some brown liquor, so it kind of kept me calm. Uh-uh. Right. Don't do the brown. Well, do the brown. I, I had came home. I played one uh game of 2K <laughs> was out. <laughs> <laughs> See, it got you right. Whatever. But I would not recommend that movie. If y'all see it on, if y'all need to email Netflix and tell them to delete it. Take it off. But um, I'm gonna we're going to call it an episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our shebang this episode shebang, bang. Yeah, shebang. Yeah. see see i say i ain't say thank you for watching like i did on the last couple of <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting used to podcasting you got, now yeah, you're so special <laughs> i'm getting used to podcasting now that's gonna be my new favorite button uh, <laughs> oh sweet baby jesus y'all uh, so uh thank you guys for listening make sure you tell your friends to Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. About yeah. same cast, different day podcast. Oh, um, don't the name right, y'all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, so you can follow the, make sure you follow, uh, like the page on Facebook, the same cast, different day. Like I said before in the last video, we do respond to messages and comments and all those good things. And shout out to our, let me, let's, let's, let's actually check and see what our community is looking at, looking like right now. I got some notifications here. Oh, that girl was bald headed that just showed up in my notification. Oh my goodness, y'all. Oh, it's not updating, y'all, so I can't tell you. That's what he gets for talking about. People. Oh, we nearly 600. So oh, we nearly man. 600 in. All right. So, yeah, thank you guys for joining our community. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Martel Rowland. You can find me on Facebook at Tina Marie Haslett, um, Instagram at Twitter, underscore, underscore, T-I-N-A-A-M-A-R-I-E. And then we got Manorexic here still. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook at Marcus Buckhalter, also on Twitter at Marcus Buckhalter. Thank you. Did he try to use a sexy voice? Like, Did yeah. not. He tried to start off with even sexy, but he tried to use a sexy you voice. Leave, you better leave my mom. <laughs> you better leave him alone. So anyway, thank you for listening to the Must Listen To Podcast of all time. We will see you guys next episode. Bye bye. ¿Qué desea ordenar? Una Big Mac y. Oye, ¿pedimos 10 McNuggets? Sí. ¿Miti, miti? <ríe> Dale. ¿Te acuerdas cuando mamá te hacía compartir y peleabas? <ríe> Ey, más respeto a tu hermana mayor. El amor de hermanos, tío, de McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el app de McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos, como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac, por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar, producto individual a precio regular.